good morning everyone welcome back to divine links ministries i am lee massey and i am da and we are going to talk about today the difference between faith and fear i will quickly say a prayer and we'll get right into it god we come before the name of jesus thank you for an opportunity to spend time in your word to share what you're sharing with us we ask that you just illuminate this um time uh, that people might not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word and really understand what you're telling and calling us to. And we'll bless you and give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. So um, first of all, um, DA, I want to share something really quick with you. Yeah. All right. So what I'm going to share is with you right quick is that uh, uh, everybody knows about how fear, uh, fear, um, how someone, you know, bullies. Uh, they they always have a sense of fear. They can walk around uh, and even get in the face of uh, even the biggest person at school. And uh, most time the person will back down or just kind of uh, leave them alone because they really have a, a sense of fear about them as they walk around. And I remember watching a documentary with, um, and it was uh, Ali, Muhammad Ali. And uh, he was coming up against Sonny Liston. He said he was scared. You know, he, he talked about how he was a little scared of Sonny Liston because he was a really big guy and he was knocking people out like in the first or second round. He was knocking people cold out. Uh, so what he did is when he came into the gym, he just started acting crazy. He All he said, he started running around going, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to I'm gonna kill you. What is that guy doing here? And he, he said he just started running around, you know, yelling at him and screaming and talking about what he was going to do and uh, how he was going to kill him and pulverize him. And the people, were, you know, beside him, his trainers was kind of calm him down. And Liston was looking at him, get, you know, eyes all big, looking at him like, oh, oh, this guy crazy, you know. And so... What he did is he kept doing that. Every time he would see Liston, he would talk about how he was going to kill him and how he was going to, and he'd just go off, like going, ah, you know, just start yelling and screaming and, and talking about what he was going to do to him. And to the point that when he, they had the fight, Ali had an upper hand because this Liston was actually scared of him, had a fear. He had, he had tormented him so much that Liston had a fear of him. So uh, Ali had the advantage and he wound up winning because of that because of him and he knew that was why he always tried to scare his opponents into submitting to uh the power that he had instead of their own and, and that's the same way with the enemy that so you know so that's what i want to share yeah and also like and and um that's a good one uh, um da also like with puffer fish if you look at puffer fish they're like these small fish but whenever the uh the enemy or somebody come against them, start to come in, they puff up twice their size, and then they have these little spikes that come out, and then they're poisonous too. But it scares the uh, the predators away because of their, you know, their size. And um, because they go twice their size. And that's the same with the enemy. Like uh, uh, David said, a lot of times fear is that we believe what the enemy's power is, that we believe his power, what he's saying. And faith means we believe what God is saying. Yeah, so fear actually uh, cripples and it paralyzes. Yeah, and then faith gives us confidence in the word of God, what God is saying. And it's like in the Bible, it says, be anxious for nothing, but with prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God. And it's so it's just clear that it's telling you us not to fear. You know, so that's in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It says, uh, 
be anxious for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through christ jesus um so we have to realize that uh, that fear is not gonna is not gonna help us fear is gonna make us submit to the enemy faith is gonna make up us us rise up and believe what god says rather than what the enemy says yeah, because if you ride on fear, uh, it says in uh, Luke, uh, was it twenty-one twenty-six? It says, uh, "Men's hearts going to fail them for fear uh, of the things that's going to come up on the earth in the last days, which is now. And now we have pandemics. Now we have earthquakes. Now we have floods, and all these things that are happening around the world. And we see uh, even volcanoes starting to erupt all around the world. And that's when fear start coming up on people, and they want to store up things." Yeah, they want to store up things. I mean, I have friends that are storing up food, and it's okay to do that if you want, but don't you're not going to rely on it and depend on it. Uh, they're storing up food. They have guns they're storing up for these times when they come ahead. And it's good, good to, you know, to prepare for anything, but it's also good to have faith in God because in your preparation, just say you're preparing, you have all this food in, in, your, in your cellar, and you have guns in your cellar and all that and there's an earthquake and it flattens your house, what are you going to do then? You can't dig to try to get your food and your guns uh, in a pile of stuff, you know. And actually, sometimes whenever you have, when hurricanes happen, you don't even know where your house is. There's no, there's no bearing now on where your house is. What, <laughs> no landmark because everything has been wiped away. So a lot, so we have to know our faith and our confidence is in God and not in things because things are going to be washed away. And the only thing that remains is, one thing remains and that is God. So you have to know that your faith and your hope is in God and what he can do and not in what you can save and store up in things because that, that's that's a shaky ground. God is the only solid rock that's going to remain in standing when all this stuff is going on. Only him, in him, we have it. Um, so also um, I was thinking about the um, that the puffer fish, I don't know if I said that, but the puffer fish, they're the ones that get swollen up and everything. And they, they're the ones that, you know, make you think they're bigger than they are. And the enemy will make us think he's bigger than he is in light of God. In us, in light of us, he is bigger. But in light of God, our Father that's surrounding us, that's keeping us, that's holding us, he has no chance at all. No chance with God. And I think that, uh, what I remember is uh, I was walking, walking one time and I got a, in a, um, I was, I was flight attending and I had to run and get some stockings before the flight because I had the dress. I didn't bring any pants with me. So I had a outfit. So I had only the dress. So I went, I had to run to the store and I left and I went to the store and I was walking because the girl at the front desk at the hotel, she said, Oh, Target is just right around the corner. And so I walked, I must went the opposite way. She said, because I didn't see anything but just like a, a empty parking lot that weeds had grown up in because it was an old parking lot. And I'm like, where is it? And I'm walking and all of a sudden this guy said, what's going on? Do you need, and he was, he came from behind a bush. I don't know. And I, my mind was not thinking. I wasn't thinking clarity, a clear. And he goes, oh yeah, uh, I can give you a ride. And, uh, uh, to, to the Target. And I'm like, no, I mean, I said, it's not far. I said, it's just right around. Oh, no problem. And he was like, I don't know why. I'm like, oh, okay. And I get jumping, get in the car. He opens the door. I get in and sit down. And I'm like, yeah. I was talking to him. How are you? Yeah, I'm flight attending. I'm just like needing some pair of shoes. You know, I have to get to the, I have to get to back there, you know, back, you know, and get, 
on the flight because the flight, I think, left at 11 and we had to be downstairs to uh, the other flight attendant and the pilots. They were going to be downstairs, you know, in about hours. So I had that much time to go back. And uh, as we were riding along, I realized he was going away from where the hotel from where she said, I was like, wait a minute, no, I think it's, you're going the wrong way. I think it's that way. And then as I was looking, uh, and then I was talking to him and he was like, oh, I'm new here. I don't know. You know, I said, I think it's the other way. I said, maybe, right. you know, the other way. And he said, oh, it might be this way. So he kept going the opposite way. And all of a sudden I, I was talking to him. I, I was talking and I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's close. It seemed like it was closer than this. And he was driving about 20 minutes. <laughs> About 10 minutes. And I'm like, this is not right. <laughs> this is not right. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, wait a minute. Uh, here's a Walmart. I saw a Wal- Walgreens. I said, stop here. I can get stockings there. And I'm jumping out, getting stockings. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, could, I should take the taxi back because this guy seems a little weird. So maybe he's not as weird as I think. I jumped back in the car. Duh. Jump back in the car. And uh, he opened his door and let me in. And then as I, he's going in, he's still going away. And I start looking at him. And I realize, wait a minute. Because I was so worried about getting stockings and getting back <laughs> so I don't miss the flight um, that I start looking at him realize, wait a minute, this guy is weird. He has demons all over his, he had demons all over his body, pictures of demons on his neck, tattooed all over him. And I'm like, what is this? This guy looks crazy. And I'm, so I'm, <laughs> so I mean, I know you guys are saying I'm dumb. Yeah, I, I was dumb. But I, um, and I looked and I realized the inside of his car, there was nothing. There was a, all the the inside. First, I thought, maybe he has a raggedy car. That's all I thought when I got in. Uh, but I realized all the insides, you couldn't get out. Because uh, the inside of the car was taken out. Do you know what I mean? Like when you try to open the door, there's nothing there. It was like metal. You could see the outside of the car. It was metal. Like, And then I looked in the back and it looked like he was a construction worker because he had a lot of tools and stuff and I realized this is crazy this guy's and I was like hey um and but I didn't panic I said hey uh I've heard don't fear don't worry so I said um excuse me I said well hell we stop right here stop right here and just ask this person about it and I start praying under my breath and I start in the name of Jesus I start praying in the spirit praying and I was like uh can you um Stop right here. Stop right here. In the name of Jesus. I said, stop right here. And I, on our breath, I said, in the name of Jesus. And so he pulls in and he stops. I said, and just ask them directions because I need to get back. I said, because they're going to be uh, downstairs in about uh, half an hour and I can't miss the flight, you know, because if I miss, if I don't show up, then I'm, they're kind of missed. It's, I, I'm in trouble. So um, I, uh, I said, stop right here. And I said, in the name of Jesus, you know, under my breath. And he pulled in to the store. I said, stop and ask for directions on how to get back to, um, I don't know if it's Hilton hotel, whatever. I said, ask for directions on how to get back. So he said, oh, okay. He gets out, shut the door. And I realized I can't get out of here. There was the tent windows were tinted. Um, he had tools in the back, like he was a construction worker and nobody could see me. And I couldn't open the door, either door, cause there was no paneling inside. And I realized I'm stuck here. And this guy can do it. And then so I start, so I start, Tommy got out of that car. I start saying, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over you, Satan. You have no right or authority over me. I am a child of God. I said, so I command you in the name of Jesus, take me back to that hotel, you know, and I'm speaking to the <laughs> devil. And then so the guy goes into the, um, 
the store and he comes right back out like it was a swinging door. He did not ask anybody. I know he didn't because it was like, boom, boom. He walked in and he, I know he thought I was going to be panicking at that time because I realized I can't get out. And, um, I, when he come back in, I just said, and it's like, and I heard be, be confident. And I just said, um, so did they tell you how to get back? That's all I said. I didn't like panic or anything. He thought probably then I was going to be in panic. I realized if I start fearing the enemy had control, if I just start freaking out, going, let me out, let me out. Then the enemy, well, that adrenaline he rides on, he rides on adrenaline of the adrenaline of fear. And I wasn't about to, whoa, man, that's crazy. And I like, I, I, it was God that gave me that strength to do it. Honestly, D, I couldn't have done it in my own strength. It was God that gave me that strength. Yeah, it have to be. Yeah. And so I said, um, so I said, uh, um, um, did you find how to get back? He said, oh yeah. And he got to, and he started still going the opposite way, like towards a desert area. Cause we were in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. We had stopped over in San Antonio, Texas. So I, um, I kept praying under my breath. And I kept, and then it's like, calm, be calm and talk to him. I said, I said, so are you married? Do you have kids? And I just start talking like that. And so are you married? Said, yeah. I said, how many kids do you have? And I start talking like that and praying under my breath, praying under my breath. And all of a sudden he just turns the car around. He answered a few questions, turned the car around. He started going back. As he started going back, I start seeing the hotel again and all that, the area where we were at, because we were in a like more uh, populated area where he was taking me to an area that was almost desert. It was crazy. And then as he started taking me back, I realized, oh, thank you, Jesus. But I, start, I was still praying on my breath. And I said, uh, and I talked to him and I talked to him all the way. And then we got to the hotel. I was like, yes, under my breath. I was thinking, yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And he lets me out. He turns out, he's, I'll let you out. He gets out. I realized I couldn't even got out anyway, but he opens it, got up, opened the door and let me out. And I said, thank you. And I took off and left. And I said, thank you, Jesus. And I went back. <laughs> it was crazy. And I realized I put myself in that predicament. That's what I was apologizing for when I was in the car. I was like, God, please forgive me for not, you know, just flippantly doing things without thinking. I mean, so but God forgives us when we're ignorant. But he, if I can't do that again and, be, and claim ignorant, once you know something, you can't claim ignorant to it anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Wow. So that that that's interesting. Uh, but I think that's the whole, that's the key thing. What you said is like the enemy rides in our fear. When we have fear, then we're giving him access into our lives. But when we turn it around and have faith in God and to believe what God said, then that and that confidence arises. Then He is paralyzed. He's the one paralyzed. But when we trust in Him, we're the one paralyzed. Awesome. That that's a good way of putting it. And when we have faith in God. The enemy is paralyzed. When we have faith in the enemy, we are paralyzed. That is good. Yeah, I like that. So yeah. So I think that that's the key thing. What we're trying to share with today is God. Just learn to trust God. Get in His Word. Find out what He's saying and believe it. Just believe it. Just believe Him. Trust Him and know that if we trust and never doubt, He'll surely bring it. He'll surely bring us out. It's a song. Trust in. The... But yeah. Anyway, so. That's all we're saying today, God. Guys, just get into that word so you have faith and know what God says is true and what he's saying is true. They'll never leave or forsake us. That he's there with us to the very end. Yeah, amen. All right, so guys, so I hope you guys have an awesome day and um, hope you guys have just pulled up something and make sure when we give scriptures, read the whole chapter. Don't just read, don't just look at anything, any one verse. Look at the whole chapter because you'll find it, you'll be more in context of what, what the word of God is saying. All right, so guys, be awesomely blessed today. Have an awesome day, and I'll just end in prayer. Thank you, God, for another day. Thank you, God, that 
that not only did people listen to what we said, they received it, that your word is true and everything contrary is a lie. So we ask you to bless them today and um, we'll just give you the praise, honor, glory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Love you guys. Have an awesome day. All right. Have an awesome day. We do love you guys.